0: beautiful Selfish Babes. It is your girl Gay OC here bringing you another Selfish babe, Selfish Talk podcast and I'm so excited to introduce Molly. Hey Molly, say hello. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> for the Selfish Babes listening um, that are just being introduced to you, how would you describe yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, honestly, I, uh, I really want to be known for having a store called Livy Ray Lingerie that is a judgment free zone for women and men from all walks of life. Um, Just a safe space where regardless of your race, your age, your gender, no matter what you can come here and be loved on and be accepted in a really cool environment, retail store. Um, That's like, my favorite thing is the fact that I own a beautiful, beautiful store. Um, yes, we sell bras, but our slogan is, let us lift you up. Um, it's really not about the bras at all. So that's really my personal mantra in life, and that's what I want everybody to know. Um, yes, I have had a couple reality shows under my belt, but as far as my legacy and what I hope to leave when I leave this space or this car, my body, yeah, that I made a difference
0: in people's lives. I know you have. I know, I know you have. <laughs> I, know you have. Um, I really love that. I love that introduction. I was looking, um, reading more, a little bit more about you and your business, and um, even recently with the campaign that you had up on your store. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But I think the business that you have and the passion you have behind it and the purpose you have behind it is really a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, And so if you guys don't know about Livy Ray bras, you need to, you know, get on it. We're going to make sure we have all the links and all the information that she's going to share, share about that. But before we get into that, Molly, um, I want you to share with the self-instructors listening, any past traumatic experience you've been through or obstacles you've gone through that you've moved through or are currently moving through. Um, one of the things I would say that I'm currently
1: moving through is being alone, um, physically. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my nine year old daughter who lives with me and the two of us have been together for the majority of this quarantine solo, except a few people who've came to help us with our mass making mission. But I'm one of five. I have five. Four siblings, and I have my father was one of six, so I have tons and tons of cousins. And for my entire life, I've always been surrounded with a ton of people, and mm-hmm. I've always been that life of the party girl or the girl that gets everybody together to rally. And I think that I was always fearful. Um, I think that has troubled me in the past with relationships, and that I've been accepting of things that weren't servicing me
2: mm-hmm.
1: in my spirit, um, yeah. not just in the physical, but just in my mind, in my heart and soul. And so I accepted a lot of things because I was so fearful of being by myself. Wow. I didn't know how, I didn't know how, you know, and I've always submerged myself into work because at least if I'm at my store, I'm working, I'm doing something. So I've worked so hard to have a beautiful home and have a place of peace there. And I, I live on the lake and in the woods and it's very quiet. It's very freeing and amazing, but yeah, I've never enjoyed it. I've always been fearful, even when my daughter went to my mother's house, of being by myself. Yeah. And, and I didn't know why. Like, I didn't know if it was because I had to reflect on maybe things that had happened to me in my past, or if I just wasn't okay with who I was. And <laughs> what this time of solace has done for me is made me realize that it's okay to be by yourself or to take that time for yourself that you don't always have to give, 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 give of yourself to other people when you're not giving of yourself to yourself. Yes. So so basically being selfish, but not. You know, (laughs) you're you're doing it for you because I can't give everybody that I'm always around the best of what I have to give if I'm not giving it to myself. Mm. And I don't think I've ever been selfish enough with me I see. right I didn't know the power of no yeah where it came to myself like yeah. how to say I absolutely cannot do that I've always been a yes okay or I've always had this innate thing of feeling bad if someone needed me or wanted me to do something and it's like instead I probably should have been laying down or resting or self-reflecting or or, or you know having my own time in my meditation and my thing. I wasn't giving enough of that to myself, so even though they were getting me, yeah, I don't think they were getting the best of me because I never gave to myself.
0: Wow. I I love that. Okay. <laughs> hit on what selfish babe is all about. Right? Hit on what selfish babe is all about and you know, selfish babe is women selfishly authentically Selfishly and authentically loving themselves and them choosing themselves. And for you to talk about and just being honest about having the fear of just being by yourself because you're always giving, but just being by yourself and being able to sit with yourself, right? I think that is one of the many things that women can do when they talk, when they start really focusing on their self-love journey and what that means to them. And just for some clarity, when you said fearful of being by yourself, was this more so I'm afraid of being alone in the house because of something bad may happen or it's more so just I don't want to sit with myself like what perspective is it from?
1: well I I think it really stems back to when I was younger Um, I was abused sexually as a child and I think that I was left by myself with Mm -hmm. one other person there and it's not even that there's no one there it's that my mind wasn't prepared to deal with what I was going to think about maybe being by myself or that maybe I forgot that someone asked me to do something and I wasn't doing it when I had committed to doing it. You know, it's just a lot of things, just idle time. And I think I wasn't strong enough within my mind to be like, I can use this time as healing and, and, and ministry to myself and meditation. And, and I've learned a lot because I went, started seeing someone and doing some brain body balance classes. And yeah. um, I started going to see a shaman. Yeah. And I think that that helped me so much because, you know, before we never had aired out Tuesdays, right? No one ever has talked about it Tuesdays, especially in, you know, and I'll just be honest and I think it's probably culturally a lot like that. When you're growing up, you're supposed to just go. You don't talk about it. You know, we're not talking about that. So for me, it's having done those things. It was a time for when I'm solo to self-reflect on what have I learned or what have I not learned or what have I not let go of. So I think that I was scared to address that by myself. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you don't, you're, you you do not I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know, it's deeper than that. You know, you're by yourself. And is it really that you're by yourself or, and my mother used to say it all the time. You're never going to be okay until you learn to be by yourself with yourself. But it's not just as the physical, it's like with what's inside your mind. So for me, it's been great because I've been able to look back over everything I've ever done or, or prioritize what's important. Yeah. Like um, and spend that free time and, you know, even being in the film industry and, 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 and doing television and stuff and learning that it's okay to tell these people, it's not about the money today. It's about, I don't, I can't do this today. I'm not okay to do it. I've never been able to say no. Yeah. So I've learned how to do that. And then having been forced to stay home and forced to not be out and forced to just be self-reflecting and find things to do with myself. Yeah, Um, it's been it's been amazing. I have more peace, more peace right now than I've ever had in my entire life. And I think the thing for me, for your listeners, and for you as well, because you're younger than me, but don't wait till you're forty five years old to have this feeling. Mm, Let's do what we got to do to have this peace within ourselves, because you miss out on a lot of things. Yeah, and when you don't get the crud out it just builds up and sometimes you make decisions based on the crud that lives inside of your mind. Right. And you don't want to do it anymore.
0: Yes. I love that. There was a quote (laughs) posted on our Instagram. It was like, don't just secure the bag, sis, secure the peace of mind. And that's what you're doing. You're securing the peace of mind because that is, that's so important. And, and I think, you know, a lot of times, at least from my perspective, you know, we always want to feel safe and secure. We always want, we want security. And a lot of times, at least for me, it starts out with, am I secure financially? If, if my finances are taken care of, then what's next? But, but usually a lot of people are on the treadmill of money, 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 hustle, 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 and that's it. But then it's like, once they get that too, it's like, but what else, you know, what else is it also a piece of, cause I'm also a business owner as well. And, you know, being able to start a business and grow a business and then in the beginning of your business, being all the hats, that's not very peaceful yeah, at all. You no, know, <laughs> it's not. at some point you have to give off work to other people and grow a team do. to make sure that you have your peace because it's like people can just think, oh, it's all about the money, but it's no peace. I want successful financial freedom, but with the peace and the joy and the happiness, not just the financial right. freedom, right? And so... I really like that you touched on that and that you said that, and I know you had uh, pointed out something very important, because I've talked about past sexual abuse in the past for me, or at least being touched um, inappropriately when I was younger. And so for you, I know it's not something we dive into deeper, but um, is that something when you were growing up that you were able to speak, to speak to whoever you felt comfortable about or something that you shared growing up or later in life?
1: I been to um, several different people, um, you know, certified therapists, family members, other people that have been through the same experience. But I'll tell you, it wasn't until, like I said, and I've had freedom from that during this time too, um, until I really looked within myself and realized, you know, why things occur or what lives inside of someone that's ugly and angry or whatever to do things like that. I I never really learned anything. I never really learned a lot. I didn't learn a lot. You know, it's like you, you listen to other people, but I don't think unless they've experienced it or they've walked in your footsteps and they can really visualize that you have to become that person that understands it. And I think you have to learn it sometimes on your own. Um, And so for me, um, you know, I, this is deep, wow, this is really deep, but like this time frame, and I was even telling that like my my makeup artist who's one of my best friends in the world, and I said you know i 've always my children are biracial because I always had this fear that all older Caucasian men were molesters, you know and I never dated, really, or had a relationship inside my race because that's what I saw, and that was what was instilled in me the fear factor of i i'm not comfortable around white males period like i 'm not it 's not happening and I finally met someone that out of the blue I never thought, and it's so funny because you know filters on photos and different things, and i'm like,' oh, I wonder if he's you know Latino or he's whatever. And he's got these black and white photos. And then I, I met this person and had this relationship evolving. And then when we actually physically FaceTimed each other, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have freedom. Like I felt free because I'm like, not only are you Caucasian, you're ginger. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I had breakthrough over something yeah. that has had such a hold on me my entire life. So it's, just a lot of things, you know, but you don't always necessarily get the deepest help that you need from another person. Yeah. I mean, even going to the shaman, they, they institute, you know, certain principles and practices and he's amazing. But what he's teaching me to do is self-heal. Yeah. And what changes am I going to make that I personally do that's with living within my heart and my soul and my mind, like that is going to change the way I think, feel, receive, and what I'm able to give back. You know, I haven't even, I've turned off a lot of my own personal power because these things have lived inside of me of, even though I do a great job or people think, and they come to me for things in this business, you know, the let us lift you up. It's not about the broad all. It's about what I speak to women and men on, on a daily basis. And I was doubting that too. You know, sometimes I'm like, okay, God, why am I the instrument? Why am I the person that you chose to be the deliverer of this knowledge when I'm broken and I'm sick and I don't feel right, but I'm still supposed to give, give, give that. So this past few weeks has really, really changed my self perspective and, and know that when we were open back up, I'm coming hardcore, like harder than ever with so much light that people already saw, but I didn't understand why they saw it.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, and even when you spoke about, you did go to all the people people say to go to, right? After something like that happened. And then now realizing for you that you feel, like, it's not necessarily other people helping you, but how you you can help yourself. And I really like that perspective um, because it all, it comes back to self. I think that we can go to other people for help and for guidance. But the fact that you mentioned that the shaman is teaching you how to self heal. I love that as well, because for me, it's for me it's always like not having people be dependent upon another person, you know, for their breakthroughs and for their healings, but being able to to maybe multiple people, but then going back within self, going back to how That's you are going back to processing things from the past, going back to maybe crying, letting shit go, writing in your journal, how can you move forward, affirming yourself, you know? And so for me, I like that you're going through this process. I think that a lot especially during this time of quarantining, there is um, a lot of people that are home by themselves, that are self-reflecting, that a lot of things are coming up that are not necessarily the prettiest, you know, things are coming up from the past, they can't distract themselves anymore. And so um, I think you talking about what you're doing, and your process of self-healing is definitely going to be so beneficial to the Selfish Babes listening. Um, And I think it's just so important for us to take time for ourselves. That even the other day, I'm learning more about mantras and singing mantras. And the other day, um, I closed the door because I have my girlfriend living with me right now during quarantine time. But I closed the door and I was able to do my mantras and that felt really good. Or I was able to watch my drama on Netflix that I really, really love, you know, because sometimes like here, like here, like here where I'm at right now, my house is where I do my work because all my stuff is online. So I work from home on my laptop. And so it's like, even yesterday, I was getting so frustrated doing work. And I was like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to this point, but to the point where you're doing work and you're looking at your laptop, but work's not really getting done. And it's like, I could be doing something that's more, for me, what came up was, I could be doing something that's more joyful right now. And so I decided to take a break, go and watch my drama and then come back. And for me, that was wonderful because it didn't involve anybody else. It just involved me and what I wanted to do. And I chose my joy. And so um, I say that to say because in terms of going, 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 and always being on a hustle or giving, giving, giving to other people, having those self-reflections, those moments of self-reflection of like, what do I want to do today? What feels good? What will feel good? What do I like? Because that changes over time. And so um, I think us asking ourselves those questions are really wonderful because, again, It's not that we're really alone. It's like, how can I get to know myself better in this moment? That's what I would like. That's the question that I would ask. Instead of thinking that I'm alone, the question can be, how can I get to know myself better in this moment and see what comes up, you know? And I think, too, you
1: know, even in this new venture that we've done, because I never thought in a million years that we would be in such high demand to make masks for people. And I've used my skill set that I've had since I was way little, and it's coming from same type scenario right is my shop but different it's just a different product but it's so beneficial and it's bringing some joy and we're not doing the standard we're doing fun prints and colors and what yes. makes you happy if you have to wear this on your face you know or how can you wear some crazy cats and people <laughs> laugh or this print is fun you know and there came a point where I just said oh dear god like what are we doing and then I'm like we're doing exactly what we're supposed to do. We're taking it back to like old school and we've got to work really hard and we have to truly grind and, and it's not going to come easy, Yeah. but the benefit and the reward. And as soon as you think I'm not going to do anymore, we get a card in the mail from um, this native American in Arizona who said, thank you so much. I want to send you some of my work to thank you. You know, it's called freedom photography and it's like, we're giving people the freedom by having a mask to leave their home when they couldn't go. Or for like all the old people who called and said, I don't use social. I don't know how to email, but I really want your product. I saw you on TV. Can you help me? And so for me, again, it's like, and just like you said, you're not getting work done. I mean, I started doing a couple things backwards because I'm like, I can't stop. I can't stop. It's in high demand. And then I'm like, no, I have to stop. I have to yeah. stop because I'm not doing it correctly because I'm tired, you yeah. know, or, or it's okay to take a break or it's okay to say, no, I can't do it. But yeah. tomorrow I can, yeah. you know,
0: when you fulfilled I've never self. been a no person. Mm. When you fulfilled yourself, but you know, I think you learning to be a no person is going to be one of your biggest blessings because you had mentioned, well, if I'm, on low, if my energy is low, and I keep saying yes to these people, I'm not giving them the best of me. Mm
2: -mm. This is what
0: we talk about in Selfish Babe. If you are saying more yeses to yourself, maybe say no to other people, but you're saying yes to yourself, you're going to benefit humanity. You're going to benefit other people, but you're just focusing on yourself first. So even though we go by Selfish Babe, right? Selfishly and authentically loving ourselves because the focus is just you because that focuses you, you're benefiting humanity, you're benefiting your friends, you're benefiting your family, because you're a better version of yourself. You know what I'm trying to say? You're a more fulfilled yeah. version of yourself. You're a more happier person. And so yeah. just because we say no doesn't mean we're saying uh, no to ourselves. But um, for the socialists that don't know, you said that you were making masks. Tell us about that and what inspires you to do that? Well, we started out um, doing like a the home
1: shopping network, like we closed before they said we had to, because we touch women. We have a small space. I wasn't feeling it. I was like, you know, we really should close because two of our employees have asthma. We had, you know, some sick people and we deal with cancer patients as well. And a lot of older women. And I'm like, I don't want to be selfish and think, oh God, I can't live without this money, but operate in a space where we're not comfortable. So I, we My business partner and I both made the decision. It's so funny because they said, we knew it was a big deal when you said we're closing. (laughs) Like we have to close. It's not even, it's just the right thing to do. So, where we're sitting out there and we were making hot packs um, because we knew that people were having chest problems and they needed some heat to release like the funk in their chest. And we've always, I've never really been a medicine kind of girl. So I've always relied on old school remedies and, and, and we have these hot packs that are made out of Jasmine buckwheat and lavender. And they're, they're, they're our therapy pets that we made. And so we were making those and we sold through them online and a lady was like, do you have squirrels? And we're like squirrels. So we looked it up. And the first thing that popped up was this really super fat squirrel, right? And we started dying laughing. And I said, God, that's how we're gonna feel after we've been locked in our house and eaten all the snacks. <laughs> and we're just gonna feel like we gained weight. So yeah. so the um it came out, I said, What if we put that on a mask? And what if the other side said quarantine effects? because we knew people were starting to need masks and supplies were running low. And so immediately we posted that and we did a couple and it just went nuts. People wow. really wanted masks and they're like, thank you. You know, cause we were doing the filters on the inside yeah. and sewing them out of fabric because a lot of um, people didn't have more. So yeah. once that happened and then for the network for 90 Day Fiance at TLC, they're like, What are you doing every day? We want to see you self-quarantined, you got a self-video. And they they showed that. So it just was a snowball effect of <laughs> we're making masks, making masks, making masks, and they aired it and then it aired again like three times. And then wow. people.com picked it up to say that we've turned our lingerie store into a mask making factory. Yeah. And even in that situation. I'm so grateful, you know, that people put their trust in us as a protector, you know, this is a big deal. And um, I had to ask people to help me. And I'm not that person. I've always just said, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And I lived of the mindset that if people want to help, they're going to say, can I help you? But I'm thinking for them, not thinking for me, like, what can I do? I've got to have some help. So you have some people that are just natural givers, you know, and then you have people that won't ever say, Hey, can I help you? And I'm like, wow. So it turned into a team effort and friends and clients and people who said, you know what? I really love your store and I want to see you succeed. I don't want you to pay me, but maybe when you're back open, you can hook me up with a bra or, you know, the barter system. So, but, there, but it just restored my faith too. in that I shouldn't let society on the whole or people who don't want to be that person infects my charity, my philanthropy, my good will to give back, you know, that that still exists. And there are people out here who will do good for you and want to see you doing good. Yeah. Um, so
0: awesome. it's been such a crazy process. Did you ask them for help or people just came and volunteered for help? Both.
1: Okay. Okay. but people were coming out of the woodworks and then, you know, some people volunteered and then some came and said, I'm going to bring so-and-so they can work. And then, then I wanted to, you know, pay people. Cause I'm like, if you're not working and we're making money, it's it, it would have been selfish to say, I will come and volunteer your time, but we're going to keep all the dough. Like that's not okay. Yeah. So I, I just said, and then there's some that said, I don't want anything from you. Wow. Please don't give me money. And I'm like, well, at least let me buy you lunch, you know, and that, but I've just always been that person. I've just never thought that people would just do stuff to do it. You know, you know if you do it, but you don't think other people will. So that was my own mind saying, they won't do it. You've got to pay them. They're not, they're not going to volunteer. You know, but, that, but I'm like, well, if I'm a person that does it, why wouldn't, you know. So I found out that I don't have to think that way. That I think people, there are people who, who you know, genuinely want to serve.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, An affirmation that came up to me that probably would be helpful as you are continuing to open your mind is to repeat to yourself, I am completely supported. I'm completely supported. And um, I say that even to the selfish babes listening because sometimes we do think that. And sometimes we think we have to just take on the world by ourselves. But even learning through growing a business, you had to have a team, right? You have to do things and yeah, you're paying them. But it's like when we think of I am supported, help can come to you in different ways that you did not expect. And so when you right. are saying that, I have to call it affirmative prayer, because I don't understand the power of your tongue, the power of your words. When you're saying, I am fully supported, or I am enormously, enormously supported, what you're saying is, that's the energy that I want to receive. That's the energy that I want in my life. And so you're right. understanding it as if it's already here, and that is what you're going to attract. And so not only for you, Molly, but also for for any selfish babe listening, I am fully supported. I am fully supported because that also opens up your mindset and your spirit to receiving. And I think that's right. what we need to learn a lot of that because I'm in the same way sometimes I can give, 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 but now I'm learning more to just receive. People want to give back to you. People wanna people want to support you, right? People want right. to support you. They want to see you succeed like they've already affirmed and told you. And so I would just suggest that as an affirmation to say, but I think you doing that is amazing. I think, yeah, it does require some hard work, but the feedback that you've gotten, the publicity that you've gotten, like, it's right. It's like, this is such a good thing that, like, we have to show it to the world. Like, we have to see what you're doing. So I think that's amazing. And I want to talk a little bit about Libby Ray. I want to talk about your company and, like, how you first started your company. How long have you been in business? Tell us. So... Livy Ray, um, was founded
1: in 2006. Um, we're about to have, go into our 14th year, um, in June, oh, June 6, 2006. Um, and it's been amazing. It's been such a journey. Hold on. June 6,
0: 2006, January, February, March, April, May, June. Wow. That's all sixes. Go ahead. Yep. So I'm a numbers person too. (laughs) So it's, it's just
1: one of those things where I worked for a company that was very, very successful. And, um, I had worked in all facets of the business and my business partner and I, she worked there too part time and we were both their lead sales girls. But the one thing that was missing was we didn't have product for women who were on a budget. Or didn't have disposable income. It was in a super high-end mall here in Atlanta, and we didn't have products for bigger girls, and we didn't have cancer patient products, and they were a part of a system from the news called the Buddy Check, and they also um, had been on Oprah in 2005, and prior to that, I had worked in their buying office. I did alterations, and she was part-time, so one day, we had like three different ladies that we couldn't help because we didn't have what we needed, but I knew it was available and my spirit was so broken because I'm like, my boss lady had said, you know, you have to do more, do more, do more. They were really pushing the dollar. And I said, I can't do anything else. Unless you let me do ABC. And I had gotten in trouble for, um, hand delivering bras on my lunch break, like two miles down the street to a lady who had been their client for years. that had MS. And when I got in trouble for that and then I was told that I couldn't get accredited to do mastectomy fittings, I said, I can't stay. Yeah. It's not about the money. I make plenty money and I've made a ton of money for you, but I'm broken inside because these women need my help and I know what to do to help them. Yeah. I had started doing old school sewing, making little puffs because their breasts, they thought we had all these prosthetics and different things to help and we did not And they told me that wasn't their angle at the time. And I said, well, it's mine. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a very, very driven, I, I'm getting all these, you know, receivers like I'm supposed to do this. And I said, I can't do this here anymore. It's not about the money.
2: Yeah.
1: It's about what my purpose is. And I know I was designed to do this. I didn't remember, but my best friend back said, I told her at 12, I was going to own a lingerie store yeah. and help with cross because I'd always been super full busted. Yeah. And so my partner and I, one day I said, can you quit? Let's quit. So we we named the store after our daughters. It Ryan. It was kind of country French, you know, because we didn't want this real hoity-toity store. We wanted a place where when you walk through the door, you just lay it out on the table because we knew that the secrets would spill out. And it wasn't going to be about the bra at all. It was going to be about the abuse, the uh, bad relationships, the weight loss and gain, the loss of a child, the yeah. cancer, yeah. the I just hit menopause and I hate myself. We knew that all that stuff was coming our way. So yeah. we needed a place where we could be okay. And once you shut the door, when you come in, you drop it at the door and let's just have a girl power session and cry and laugh and cuss, whatever we need to do. Yeah. Um, and it happened and it happened, um, with no money and no business plan and the full mission and we received it and we'd stepped out in faith and, you know, lots of prayers and little wings that turned big, you know, and, and it's been a labor of love still, and we've had ups and downs, and it's been crazy, but at the end of the day, we've loved on people, and we've tried to help them as best we could, um, and one of our biggest accomplishments in this business is the fact that um, several years ago, we had put window campaigns up. Um, and we chose different girls to model because every time we would go to New York, we're like, where are the beautiful black girls? You know, like there's no models here for that. And that's our customer. And where's the girl in the wheelchair? And where's this, the, the, the tattooed girl? And where's the girl that's a big girl, you know, rocking it and loving herself, you know, we need it all. And then may have what society deems as the beautiful, Caucasian female that's super fit that's always walked that runway or whatever and I'm like she's insecure too you know and let's put that girl at 45 up on our window yeah. you still yeah. got a girlfriend you know because she thought she had to look a certain way her whole life and um when our landlord came and told us to take it down he said you know you can't have these and I said according to who and it's like you didn't get it approved and I said we've never had anything approved." Yeah ever. And I'm not taking it down. If you can't tell me what's wrong with that. And he was like, it's in poor taste. And I'm like, no poor taste would be women been over in thongs or, you know, really half naked in the middle of Kennesaw, Georgia. I was like, these women are beautiful and they deserve a, a, a canvas to be showcased. And I'm not taking it down. And, and I said, and if you make me, I'm going to the news and I'm going to, I said, I don't know who you worship, but I know who I serve. And I said, and I got a lot of people and a lot of stuff going on, and I'm going to make a stink, you know. And he said, do what you got to do. So within a matter of a few hours, every major news station and and people were on the thing, because I'm getting cold chills about it, because it's so emotional for me. And I was like, you know. Yeah, you know it's why you're doing what you do right now I'm like black women have had to deal with this their whole freaking lives and it's not okay
2: yeah
1: and I was like Spanish women have had to deal with this the big girl at the end has always had to worry about was she fat or was she pretty or was she whatever and I was like that girl in that wheelchair she didn't ask for that MS and I was like she told me this is the place she wanted to be and that we made her feel beautiful. And I was like, I'm not taking it down. And you're not going to tell me that this is the, what it's supposed to be according to who exactly. So I mean, you know, and we've drawn so much energy and so much good love and so learning to love ourselves from really strong, beautiful black women. And I'm just going to tell you that right now. And that's, you know, we're more comfortable when we go to events and it's like, we're not, not trying to be somebody that we're not we just go where we feel celebrated and appreciated and loved and we draw good girl you got it you know you got it going on and I told this one lady one time who was and I don't know my backside, and I was like listen I'm about to go get the girl out of room six to come down here and tell you about yourself and then we're gonna sit down and eat
0: <laughs> you know like
1: so that's what happened from that and for me besides being a mother and standing up to the man, that's like my greatest thing that I feel like I've ever done in my whole life. You know, and and, it made me feel so good because I felt like at that moment I was representing for myself Mm -hmm. because I've never seen myself the way that I look and feel in an ad, but for everybody else who's always been told, you're to this or you're to that, or you're not enough. And and so for me, that, that, that was like the greatest thing I've ever did. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was scared to death. Wow. To fight back. But I was going up against a bunch of, um, the owners are really, really, really rich, yeah. multi-billionaire real estate moguls out of Beverly Hills. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not backing down. Yeah. And you know what happened? What? all the women and men across the world have my back. Yeah. And they called these people. Yeah. And I got a call from the owner, the head honcho. And he said, please make it stop. I said, make what stop? He said, <laughs> our phone is ringing off the hook, telling us how awful we are and that, you know, how dare we? And I said, yeah. I, he said, you didn't, you can't give out our information. And I said, I didn't have to, it's called Google.
0: <laughs> Google.com. Yeah.
1: And they know who you are, where you are. And I said, and if you don't stop and you don't issue a public apology for the way that you've made us feel and these people feel, I said, I, I I'm quite sure that majority 70% or better of the people that rent your facilities are not like you. Yeah. So you need to think about that. So I—I was my proudest moment ever. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> you know, I cried for that, you know, because I felt like I wanted to stand up. And it, it took me back to way back in the day when my dad said to me, you should open up a humane society because you always take in the strays. And I, I thought at that moment, like, what makes you say that, you know? Uh, what have you learned or not learned according to your Christian beliefs? You know, and I was raised that way, but I just feel like there's so much more to life. Yeah, And even that I was scared to tell, you know, Hey, I've been going to see a shaman. Like that's not, it's not, there's so many things out here, you know, spirit is huge. Yeah, It doesn't have anything to do with just one thing. And I think that's also something I've learned, um, having done 90 day fiance, because I meet people and I learn about other religions and cultures from people all over the world. And I'm like, it's like, my soul wants to go there and yeah eat the food and, and hear the music and dance in the street and worship, right? Because at the end of the day, you want to feel good and you want to know what makes you feel this way. What, what light is coming into you that's so great that is different from what I get? Yes. It's really not.
0: Yes. It's really not. I say, I love that you, know, <laughs> that you did that. I love that you stood up. I love that so many people supported you all. And I saw the, the picture of the campaign and my thought was like, wow, we really do need more campaigns like this. And it's so true. We're in 2020, right? And we're continuing to go up in the timelines, but it's like, we can't keep seeing the same idea of what beauty is because what people have seen, that's all they've seen their whole entire life. And then because they're fed that, then they feel a way about themselves, right? They, don't, they, they wonder, am I beautiful? Am I pretty? I don't look like this person on the billboard. So what does that mean? And so just for you to be able to show so much representation and different types of models that you chose, I think is a beautiful thing. And like you said, it's not just about the bra, right? It's not about the bra. It's about lifting others up. And so I think that you doing that is beautiful. Continue doing that. So many women are going to be able to look at your bras. I say bras like that because it's bigger than that. It is.
1: It's about our support. System right, yes. foundation first, man. What's yes. underneath your clothes? Is it like lifting you up, and is it? It's connected right here. You know, yes. it's close to your heart. Like, yes. and yes. not only that, you know, we we as women forget that, yes. even though we've we've put our breasts out there. First of all, it's your right of passage, kind of as a woman. You know, you get your period, you get your bras, you get your boobs, like. Yes. But we've forgotten that, you know we have them because we feed the nations, right? And it's our breast, it's our milk. It's our, it's everything. It comes from our bosom. Yes. Right. So how do we see that? How do we view it? How do we protect it? And not only that, I'm the president of, I will survive, which is a local nonprofit here in Atlanta. I'm on the board um, because I wanted to educate and I wanted to learn more. And the best way I could do that was by serving with them. And, um, Anisa Palmer is the founder and she's, She doesn't get money from that. She did it out of her heart and to help people. And so they pay co-pays and they do things that help women heal today, right? Because if you're in financial burden, you can't really heal the way you need to sometimes. And so, but I supported that because, you know, you don't know all the ramifications of ill-fitting bras. And I wanted to learn the backstory and the doctoral, you know, part of it. But what I learned very quickly was that, breast cancer is the leading cause of African-American females in the state of Georgia. Uh-huh. So I wanted to push even harder. And then that gave me more education about raw fitting and bus health because a lot of times the tissue is denser. Yeah. It's fuller. And it just made me go deeper. Like, what are we serving? Is the food going here different? You know, like I wanted to really know and expose a lot of the things. So for me, it's more than, like you said, just bras. It's very educational. I want to get in the school systems, and I'm putting it out there because it's going to happen. Yeah. We don't talk about breast health in schools to young girls, and it causes other problems. And I think that it's super important yeah. that we take the sexualization out of it somewhat, and we put in the education.
0: Yeah, and I saw something when you were on Gemma Kino Live. You talked about we only have A, B, C, D. Explain that. We have a limited uh breast uh letter line like you said you guys go all the way up to N so explain that for the selfish paper listening that's like I know I'm bigger than a D you know so say that well first of all the go-to place for our whole lives has been
1: the Victoria's Secret and it's like our mission and motto is if it's remotely visible it's not a secret we know you got boobs okay yeah. And because of hormones in the chicken and the food and the GMOs, it's going straight to girls' breasts because they're pumping up these birds, right? We're eating drive through chicken and we're getting wings that look like legs, right? Yeah. So it's help it's genetics, but it's also what we're putting in our bodies. And for me it's like we need to educate because back in the day you would go wherever, or your grandma said, Oh, you're a thirty six, blah, blah, blah. Well, the stores add four because they wanted to be able to not change the skew system or, or or say, you know what? We're doing this all wrong. Yeah. Um, so for someone like myself, who's very full busted, but my undercage, my rib is not as big. They're going to put me in a 42 double D because there's a choice for that bra out there. Okay. But I measure a 37. Yeah. And I ask women all the time, why are you putting yourself in a 36 band? If you wear a 28 inch waist jean, there's Mm -hmm. no logic there. It's like, if you just had a shoe, and they make a seven, and that's all they ever make. But in order to accommodate for people who have more length of their foot this way, they put it in an A width, B width, C width, D width. Yeah, so same thing. So for- we're cramming ourselves into bras, or we're cramming them in some that are too big, that shift and move on the body because there's 12 choices mm-hmm. in regular stores. No one's an A really, no one's a B really, no one's a C really, um, barely. Okay. It's just not. It, it, we, we adapted the European fit methodology, which we fit visually. I just know what size you are when I see you. But if it doesn't fit here and you're coming all out, you have to think about if you wear a shoe that's too small, it damages your feet, it can cause bunions, it can cause blisters, it can cause corns, it can cause your bones to go crazy. Now you take a bra yeah. that's got a wire that's pressing in delicate tissue that expands and grows monthly. Yeah women with their cycle, expands and grows through weight loss and gain. Then we hit, you know, motherhood and their breasts come in and so many reasons, right? So if we're not in the right size and it goes to expand and it hits that hard thing, guess what happens? The cells on the inside Wow! and they create hard spots, which when you go to the doctor can be cystic breast, you know, fibrosis. It can be um, just the calcium buildup but they're going to take a they're going to take a piece of it to test it for cancer. So it's not that it causes cancer, but it can cause problems mm-hmm. if you're not wearing it correctly. Also, humps in the back, yeah. too tight of straps. I see so many women, um, especially women with you know a a, a browner skin tone or darker, they, they they cut the circulation off. So they have these grooves and they have this discoloration, and that comes from trying to lift from the strap but sawing here and then what that leads to is rotator issues because you're you're tightening up on your range of motion in your arms so it's a whole lot more than just let's make it look good right but if it looks good and it's a healthy fit the the benefits long term are so much greater
0: I like that do you guys do uh sports bras too
1: we do, we do. And that's a whole league of its own because we've been taught that we compress and press. Yes. It'd be better to not wear a bra at all than to wear one that's ill fitting and pressing because you're doing your circulation, your cardio's up, you're binding and pressing and your nodes and your flow and it's next to your biggest cardio portion so your body can't do what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But we do it all, girls: Strapless, no wire, sleep type bralettes that are really cute for girls that really have boobs, not just like a small through XL, because let's face it, who really fits that? Okay. <laughs> you might need an XL front, but a small under, right? <laughs> I was going to say. So it's uh, really about education. And once you know when you get it right, you'll never go back to anything that's not right. Or if you do, it's because you just thought you could do it. But it's it's a lot of education, but it's worth it.
0: I like that. So, okay, so let's say somebody wants to order – virtually do you because I was reading do you guys do the Skype virtual spitting we do the first thing that we do is we um,
1: have them send us an email that has a series of things that they need to do in order for us to start the process um, we're a little backed up with that right now just due to the um, having to have limited staff And because our focus has been these masks, but in about another week, we'll start addressing those emails. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can do just like with you, I can do any type of Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, whatever. And the cool thing is our our average is about 98% accurate. I mean, there might be one or two that's hiding something or there's like a little bit of discrepancy from video. But once you get what you picked, if it doesn't work we just need to see you in it and we know how to tweak it to make it right and we just do the
0: exchange but it's been very very successful okay now i am put you on the spot I'm putting so, you on the spot. okay so I don't really wear bras at all because I don't really like to
1: but I know why why you you're little underneath <laughs> you're lean but you do have bust volume okay I was gonna say your boobs
0: aren't small can you tell me what will my size be if you, were to look. you probably buy like
1: thirty-four Cs or Bs. Really? Is that what you buy typically if when you I do? I Thirty-two B. You're probably closer to a thirty. Okay. And you might even need a little more cup. Okay, I like that. <laughs> but you, you're in that range. You don't have children, do you? No. Well, when you, if you do, and when you do, you're probably going to be a double D. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you're going to look like what all the girls do when they get implants because your little babies are just going to perk up and plump out and they're going to be so great. But even if they're little, right, it, yeah. you wouldn't look right if you had huge boobs because you're lean and you're petite frame. So there is no measure of what they size they should or shouldn't be. For me personally, my bust volume is very full. I'd like to be somewhat smaller, but I'm I'm not prepared in my life as of yet to have a reduction. And even when I do weight loss and gain, whatever, they never go anywhere. So, and because I'm in the biz, Cynthia always says it's my bread and butter, (laughs) but she has implants. She was very small. She said she would have never had them, but she was married and her husband, he, he wasn't, he wanted her to have breast implants. So she made that decision based on another person's opinion, but she said, I would have probably never done it so, you know, once again, that's one of those things where we have to be okay with who we are and not not make those decisions based on other people's thoughts. But um, it's okay. It's okay to be an A, but most, the average bus size in America is about a 34 double G or H. Wow. Since if they were 42s, that would be double Ds, but they're not. They're small and full. And we see young girls in high school all the time that are your frame. Yeah with my bus volume wow we see it every single day it was so much that we had to resource a company out of poland oh wow who yeah. understands that body wow. that body type and shape because it's it we're seeing it more and more i've never ever seen it but now it's after 13 years in the biz it's changing
0: yeah so myself okay, and y'all have to go get y'all bras from the beret okay <laughs> yes. the, right bra,
1: the right bra or right okay we have resources for stores. We'll let you know if the store in your area that's a specialty boutique can fit. Um, we want all the biz, obviously, but we're just a small store. But it's super important um to understand fit and fit technique. Um, and there's a lot of videos out there from when we had our other show Double Divas before that really, you know, shows and there's so many women still seeking it. Every day we get messages like, I really need your help. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's unprecedented, like the amount. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's super important, right? And we don't leave our house and go out in public without a bra on unless we're at the beach, right? Or we're going with our moo down to get in the water or, but it's, it's very, very, very still not changing. And I'm like, this is crazy. I have women from all over the world. And then I'm like, you live in New York, you should be able to get anything you want there. It's the city of everything. And they're like, I can't find bras. Wow. So crazy. we have a mighty work still to do. Yeah. But I know that, you know, I, I, I know, and I, I receive spirit so much besides just the uh, ultimate feeling it through tangible things that I see that are presented to me. And, um, there was a picture that I saw in a bathroom. Um, it was so crazy because I was in like this discount store and I don't even know what we were there for. And the picture on the wall said, no one is ever remembered for fitting, but the I in and the fitting was in. So it was technically supposed to say for fitting in. Yes. But it said for fitting. And I'm like, Oh, nope, that's not true. I'm going to be remembered for not fitting in, but I'm also going to be remembered for fitting. So I went and found this store, in a journal, I like, you're going to think I'm absolutely nuts, but can I buy that bathroom sign? <laughs> they I it for you?
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> for 10 bucks. Oh, nice. I like that. I have a question. So for the selfish babes that are, you know, wanting to, you know, maybe build their body confidence or that are a little insecure, what advice would you give them?
1: Honestly, um, just what you said earlier, you know, stand in the mirror, grab hold of the thing that you don't like, or you don't think is your best attribute and just love it and rub it and squeeze it and be like, I love you. You just say it over and over, like, I love you. I love you so much. Like you're enough, you're beautiful. And then you find a group, you find that, you know, Fat Girl Fresh is one I follow. She's a blogger, and she's yes. so great, right? Mm-hmm. Someone like you, you find someone where you can get that support and other people who think the same thing you do, where you all can come together and, and, and get that extra little bit of I like
0: love. That. I like that because um, when you said find find that group or find that group, because for me, again, it's it's seeing is seeing what's gonna help motivate you. If you're able to, for example, the flat Girl Plus that you just mentioned, see that on your timeline or on your Instagram feed, and you're like, wow, she's really confident, she's embracing herself, she looks like me, then that reinforcement in your mind is like, I am beautiful. I can feel this way about myself because you're seeing that on your timeline versus maybe following things of the opposite that are going to be tearing you down. So I think that's actually a really, really, really good point to make. It's so great. Right. And 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 the thing I want to tell anybody who's younger
1: or who isn't at that point in their life yet, you're going to miss out on so many magical moments if you can't just dispel that thought early on. Cause like I said, and what I tell girls all the time in my dressing room, if they feel some kind of way, I'm like, don't wait till you're 45 years old to feel this way about you because it, it's, it can make you sick inside. It can really damage yourself and you don't even realize you're doing it because those are the thoughts that you think about you. And I have, I have lived like that a lot in my lifetime. And, and, and I'm like, and people could come walk in the room. Like this man came in to help us the other day. He's like, Oh wow, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, who's he talking to? You know, but, yeah. I was grateful for the acknowledgement, but I have to believe that to receive it. And I tell women all the time, please don't wait. Please don't wait till you're this age to be like, I'm okay with me. I am beautiful. I can work it. You know, whether I eat my salad or I eat a dang cupcake, <laughs> right? Right. Because somebody somewhere is looking to you, no matter who you are, to just give them a little bit of that boost in love and light. I just, I I tell people all the time, don't wait. Start today. Start when you wake up, lay in your bed and be like, what can I do amazing today? You know, or or what can I do for myself that's going to make me feel and love me? Yeah. Even if the biggest storm comes or somebody comes at me crazy, how can I flip that? Yeah. And that's what I've even tried to do with the TV show. When people come with crazy concepts or they say, how could you? And I'm like, let's talk about this. Yeah. Did this happen to you? Because something must have happened for you to feel this deeply about someone that you don't know, except for two minutes of my life on television. So how can I channel this negativity that you're sending to me into creating something that's going to solve the problem that you've lived with your whole life? Because if you're still carrying that enough to throw that onto somebody, it's deeper than that. So let's talk about it. And I, they end up saying, Oh my gosh, I didn't expect this response.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, you don't, there are days. I mean, the other day I had to just scale back. I'm like, wow, this lady's going crazy in the store and and she's going crazy on me. And I'm like, you know, (laughs) but you just have to, but that's what I'm going to tell your listeners. Love you. Love on you right now. Start right now and just say, I love myself. You know, even in the midst of, quarantine hair. I just finally went yesterday and got my nails done and it doesn't matter. That's not, you know, but I like it. It's something I do for myself that makes me feel good. Yeah. And it was okay for me to do that. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, I didn't didn't want to sit around this whole time and be like, oh my gosh, I look terrible. This is terrible. You know, because once you do that, you believe it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I also ask, so from being on 90 Day Fiancé and Double Divas and just being on TV in general, has that shifted your life in any ways? And how have you dealt with that?
1: Um, It's shifted a lot because it's really for the better. And not because I've had a television show, but I've had a platform so that I can speak my truth. Yeah. And if I am going to say something that's not good or do something that maybe is not going to serve me or other people, I can think about not doing it because once you're in the public eye there's a lot of scrutiny even good or bad but just you know and I love the fact that I can do interviews with people like you and speak and and you know be authentic and and meet women from all over the world like it makes me feel so good to get these cards and these messages that say my mom was in a in complete funk but you said something so funny it just turned her whole day around and now she can't wait to see you on the couch and I'm like I never knew you know (laughs) I just I love it I love it I mean it's a blessing and a curse because once you're out there like just like right now with masks it's a beautiful blessing yeah but you gotta keep going you know And, and, and I'm just grateful I'm grateful I never set out to be a television star um but I set out to make a difference and, and change people who are, or put it out there that you can change your mind and your thoughts and you don't have to be, we don't have to live in this black and white world, right? Yeah. We can live in goodness, know your neighbor, get to know your person, like you should get to know your neighbor. You shouldn't be scared to have this person be your friend or still live in this old thought. I mean, it's still going to happen, right? It's still going to happen. It's been written that we're all going to still believe what we believe. But if we can change people's belief systems into something that is so, so good that people don't have a choice, but to either want to be around you because they've changed or just totally stay away because you're so positive and so good. <laughs> that it just like spraying sage to the good, you know, <laughs> to the devil boy, get back <laughs> <Not> <laughs> over there. Cause they're going to really, it ain't going to work for me, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, So thank you so much, Molly. Um, Is there any way that our selfish babes can get in contact with you, whether it's on Instagram, your websites, what do you want to let us know? Girl,
1: we're on Instagram as Libby Ray Lingerie. I'm Libby Ray Bras One, but the hub for the whole store is Libby Ray Lingerie. That is also our website. Um, And I'll be honest, we will do our very best. So just have a little patience because we're a very small team doing Big worldly things, so I know that we have the power to finish and do it, but it might just take us a little bit longer. <laughs> wow. We're working like rabbits, but it feels like we're at the turtle's pace with the amount of load that we have, but it's going to come back, and it's going to be better than ever
2: see, okay. thank you so much, Molly for joining
1: thank you us. i didn't i I'm just so happy. <laughs> <laughs>